0: Judy Carter and this is the power of purpose podcast where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing and I just want to thank you we're up to 12k listeners thank you so much. I don't know how that happened, but I so appreciate all your reviews. I read every one of them because just knowing that you like what we did, um, it gives me purpose. And so thank you so much for that. And I'm so excited. I want to get right to this because I got to tell you, I've I've been having a hard time during this quarantine with my purpose in life and kind of have gone back to my grandmother's philosophy of why bother? Yes, she was Jewish. And my guest today is somebody who I've seen his work. And every time I go see a Eugene Pack play, something he's written, I have to, I put a note to myself, bring your asthma inhaler, (laughs) because you're going to laugh so hard. (laughs) You are just going to Choke. And so um, he's just so friggin' funny and clever and wonderful. And yes, you heard me say he was nominated for an Emmy Award um, as a producer and a writer for an outstanding writing for variety, comedy, or music for the special America, a tribute to heroes. And he is the creator and executive producers of CMT's longest-running series, Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, Making the Team. <laughs> it's in its <laughs> 14th season. Say what you want about it. It's in its 14th season. And what when I, I first got to know Eugene, I saw what he put together, Celebrity Autobiography. And this is where he gets so many high-end actresses and actors, from Alex Baldwin to Lorraine Newman, um, so many, um, and and they read celebrity autobiographies, and this actually um, ran on Broadway, and the show tours the United States and abroad, including London's West End, and Australia's (laughs) Sydney Opera House, what the hell? Are you... yeah, I didn't know. See, I just know you sort of... You, anyway, what? everybody, welcome Eugene Pack is Thank in your house. You. Judy, I, house. Love,
1: I love being here. It's so funny because <laughs> that celebrity autobiography show, if you think it started out in this really small place on Venice Boulevard at a place called Creativity many years ago. And yes, we wound up on Broadway. And I love telling all the story because I, I want to inspire people where not that we were thinking for, the, for that first night that... We brought people together to read from these real celebrity autobiographies that were written not to be funny, but when you read these passages out loud, you can't believe it. And the audience <laughs> has the best time. So we didn't know, we did it for fun. And in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking big. And yet to go to to to, to go to Broadway and places like the Sydney Opera House is is so exciting. And hopefully that can inspire people to. To really go for it, and even if you 're thinking what what am I doing why am I, wh- why am I even trying to do this it crazy things can happen if you, if you 're persistent about it
0: well, I want to know back then in Venice um, and you 're putting this up, did you have because you 're so successful. And you're, um, and if you know Eugene, he's, he, he he doesn't wear his success. Like, I've known him for years, and I just, describe, Emmy, you were nominated for Thanks. Emmy? Oh, my God. So you're very, very modest and, and, and lovable and approachable. <laughs> anyway, so, but I want to know back before you put this up, um, did you have a point in your life where nothing was happening you you didn't know what to do you didn't know how to break into showbiz um were you always just a prolific writer and spitting out projects and and knowing that yes this is my purpose in life what was I, it like for you i
1: i always felt from from the get go that i i made a decision that i felt like i had to really create my own material and do it all myself so i i put aside even though it's so frustrating to think you think that oh I'm going to meet this person and they're going to make this happen for me or help me with this. And I'm going to get that phone call that's going to make me meet that person. And early on, I began to figure out that might not be the best way to go for, for somebody like me. I had so many ideas and I thought, if I let that go and assume, even though it's frustrating, to assume that it's going to all have to happen for me, that I'm going to have to generate and and be the the person that makes the first move on on all of this then that set me that notion set me free a little bit and really helped with what my purpose is because when i go off track and i think oh this person's going to come and make it all happen for me it 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 gets frustrating and i'd rather be in control of it myself
0: wow that's such good advice because you know we girls um, especially my age, were brought up with someday my prince will come, which translates into someday my agent will come. Yes. In other words, someone's going to come and rescue me and where's this person? And, and it, it's really magical thinking because every time I had an agent, my career – just round to a halt (laughs) just like oh I got an agent now okay I'm just gonna go out and party because my agent is so busy getting me jobs no he just saw how many jobs I was getting and wanted a cut of it he didn't want to do any work
1: yes exactly exactly and if you're if you're self-generating your own projects and you have ideas and things that you want to do or you want to see happen it it takes a lot of effort on your part to buckle down and make that happen. And it's, it's for some that comes easy for some that you have to create, you have to create the best environment for that to happen and so, expect a lot from yourself.
0: You're so damn positive. Um, and <laughs> no, and, and, and that's wonderful. I, I'm, I'm enjoyed it. I'm, I'm. Getting the vibe, especially I can be during dark. This I can get dark. So. No, no, I, I'm not, Chris. I just wanted to know, like, you know, what was your downtime like? When I want, because I'm really going to talk about how how things were working for you. But was there a time when, you know, you were blocked? Did like a writer's block or you couldn't do things or there was money problems and you didn't even have time to devote to writing or things like that.
1: Very very much so. I, early on as an artist that everyone struggles, of course, when you talk about making a living and making money where there was definitely a point where, I was really I was really struggling and I was not ma- I was thinking why am i why do I have no money why am I in debt and why are the I'm using credit cards for everything I'm in real trouble here and then I realized oh it's because I'm not making any money and I'm using borrowed money <laughs> so I had to figure that out first and then after a while I had to figure out a way to really make a, to to really be honest and make a living because that's important because if your mind is always in a, in a scattered way thinking, oh, I can't write, I can't be creative because I, I can't even pay these bills. You've got to figure that, that, that's something important to figure out and it's not easy to figure that out. And so back, I, I would have to get full-time jobs and have very little time to write. And because of that, I made the time to write. I didn't have all that, all that open space. So
0: you worked all day or?
1: I would were, work, you... yeah, I, I, I worked full, I got myself a full-time situation to clear up 'Cause you did ask me what the dark periods were. And I got I, I had to get rid of this debt and I had to really be honest with myself. So I focused and I was I was working full time and I would get up, of course, really early and write what my do my creative do my creative work and I was part of a theater company called Theatre West. Which still exists, is of Oh yeah,
0: I was a member of that for a minute. Theater was yes. yeah. really and, and,
1: fantastic. Yeah. And I got myself there because they had this workshop where you brought material. You had to be accountable and bring material in every week and you get feedback from the audience. So I I made sure that every single week I would bring I would do some creative writing and work on projects that I had in my head and bring it to that theater every Monday night every Tuesday night consistent and get feedback and then after a while by doing that every week I then eventually had my own show so I I got to put up my own one-man show I learned so much from doing that and I got a lot of people to see that so the what the key to all that is is to to really be consistent and say, no matter what, I'm every week, every day, something, a little bit, let's keep progressing because you can get into that situation where you're not doing anything. So yes, during that period, I was also working full time, making it work and knowing that I was still creating my art, but it's important to be responsible for now, all that. And for a while I was not.
0: Well. That's, that's the best advice. I think if that's the only takeaway from this podcast, that's just plenty because uh, people don't realize that we need another person giving us a deadline.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Having accountability just with yourself, within yourself, for yourself, um, especially when you have the experience that nothing you do pays off, right? Right. It's really hard to motivate yourself. There has to be some kind of um, group or you belong to or a person or someone who, you know, says, uh, yeah, we're going to do a reading uh, right on this date. Uh, you know, your book is due on this date. And it makes it all so real, right? And then
1: it, Oh, so true.
0: But is that, is that like, I don't know, does that mean that we're getting our purpose from someone else's expectations? <laughs> you know well, that that we're not strong inside of
1: ourselves I, I love that you said that because there's a difference i as i said my i had a purpose of i knew i i had creative ideas i had i had things that i wanted to bring to the stage or to the page and it it i was not in situations where somebody else was saying here's your deadline this is what you must do and i'm paying you to do this or i want you to come to do this I would go to that workshop. I didn't have to do anything. I could observe and watch other people. It was coming from me where I said I made a pledge that every every Monday I would bring something in. And that it's it it sounds a little extreme for me that's the only way it's going to work. If I'm not if I'm not accountable to myself and I still do that to this day. I have groups that I created myself where I I don't have anything written and I say everyone Thursday night at seven o'clock, we're all meeting. You're all you're all going to be there to read something, and then I'll have to figure out okay which one of my pieces will I create and write for that group, and I have to create that for myself that structure, or else no, seriously nothing will ever get done. That's that's the way it works for me, and I really suggest that for other people because if you're if if there's no end game in sight and you're unclear, it's hard to motivate yourself because you think oh, I could do this tomorrow or maybe I won't do it today. If there's some little mini ticking clock that gets those creative juices flowing, find out how to do that.
0: So it doesn't have to be like you audition, now you're part of something. You can create your own world to be accountable in, by including other people yeah it's Um, so it's so
1: important to have that to create your own community and anyone can do that at any moment and sometimes people say oh did you there's a one minute play contest we should all get and I'm thinking why would I I can create it myself I don't need contests I I know enough people or I can meet enough people to do it myself I don't need to to have that available to me, I can do it myself. I think we can all do it ourselves if we want to.
0: Now, you've, you're, I've been amazed at um, seeing your plays and you've had nights of uh, four short plays. Yes. Um, and, and then I, um, I, like two weeks later, I got another invite <laughs> to go see. I go, oh, I already saw it. So no, I saw it a couple, of, oh no, it's totally different. What? What you got for new, and so it's interesting to see how you did that with with your group of people. Now your group of people has um, a lot of celebrities in it. You know, it's it's you've gotten so many, um, you know, like. Uh, who do, who do we have in your show? Um, we, have, we, we have a lot of people from the groundlings, that's for sure, like Lynn Stewart. But you have a lot of mega names. Like, who are the most famous people who like well, to be in the It Marini's? was fun to have...
1: A, we had Cecily Strong from SNL. She's so funny. And she, oh, my God. She participated. And we have Rob Morrow and Tim Decay and Willie Garson. Real Such quality actors that it's a, it's a thrill to work with them Jennifer Tilly who's so much fun Steve Weber Oh my Weber.
0: god so fun
1: Steve Weber is hilarious all these people bring so much to it and I learned so much from observing them and the way they jump in and when you as you know when you cast something and it's right that does a lot of the work for you because so, it, yeah
0: you know cause so I've seen you know your full length play Yes, which uh, uh, which made me think when Fred Willard died, how sad it was because the last time I saw him perform live was in your play, and that was at like this incredible theater with very very cushy seats in uh, yeah Mark Taper Library. Auditorium. Yes, oh that was in the Mark Taper Auditorium, right? and yes. then I've seen your little short acts in a in a, a small little theater um, in uh, on the West Side. And so um, then what? I mean, so, so let's say you have readings or people here. And by the way, even though a lot of us can't get together, uh, this is recorded um, June 1st during the quarantine. And, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um, I'm actually going to have a reading of my, my solo show on Zoom.
1: Oh, and, wow. You, I, yeah. saw, I was so impressed by that. That, well, that it's totally sharing... rewritten. It's much better know, but... and shorter.
0: <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna do this, and and you know, because I really want to have this next one really small, and I was just, you know, it's hard to get people to sit down and watch an hour. So I thought I would like order everybody pizza f- to be delivered at the same time. That
1: is, are you gonna do that?
0: Yeah, I was gonna do that. I was gonna oh. have, you know, pizza on me, and so we're creating these places now. I want to be clear with everybody that that. Um, you have to see your work out there. You have to put it out there. Um, and the idea is not getting an agent first. It's by just making it real, by putting it out there um, and and inviting some people that you respect their opinion. Yes. There comes a point we do want to profit from this and, and, and make money because this podcast is about, you know, how we find our purpose, we express it, but and we make a living doing what we love to do. That's right. So... What was this next step that you seem to, so far, it's all doable. I think everybody listening to this will go, oh, I could do that. Oh, yeah, I got some friends. I think I know who my friends are. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you know, put something on Zoom. People come. Yeah, okay, I could do this. Now comes it, and I'll make money doing it, and it'll go to Broadway. <laughs> I mean, now, now we've lost everybody. I can feel them going like Oh, yeah, but I've he lost must, his parents, too. his parents must be in the, he no, must be, it, have connections. He must, it, what do you have that others don't? It's a couple it of different things.
1: Back in the day when I told you that I was, I was doing my own shows and putting that out there yet working full time in, in a field that I, not necessarily that I wanted to pursue as my career. And then one thing led to another and I started getting a lot, I started getting writing work and consistently back to back, and I was swept up into that incredible experiences and lucky to be writing and making a living at what I love to do. Yet, at the same time, I really, I wasn't doing any of my personal creative work. When you say your purpose, stories that I wanted to tell. So I was basically employed all the time, which was fantastic, yet not really doing my writing if that makes any sense to you yes, so it, took, it does. and that, it does. that's an important thing too and I'm not, I know it's hard enough to even get your own to get any writing jobs or any jobs and then when you do sometimes you think well what about what I really want to tell so it took me a really long time to get back to what I was originally intending to do so that's that's a whole other discussion
0: yeah that we that's can have. very interesting uh, that's very interesting because um In my book, The New Comedy Bible, we have a commitment page, and people go, when will you quit doing comedy? Like, you'll do this until, Mm -hmm. right? And I would say 80% of the people have said, till I'm making a million dollars, you know, till I own five houses. And it's a lot of it is monetary. And it's really interesting when talking about the purpose of one's life is that, Um, you go, well, one thing led to another. I like to, everybody wants to know what was that one thing and what was the other thing it led to? But anyway, um, and it led to writing for television. And for most of the people, like my readers will go like, all right, I've hit the jackpot. I've hit my purpose in life. So it's very interesting and so many writers feel this when they start to make a living is the exact time they feel a sense of, something is wrong, they're not fulfilling their soul, they sold out. Um, well,
1: I'm curious know? to know what you think about this because I know that there are a lot of writers that, are, that have a talent for writing, they like writing, and they're, they don't necessarily have ideas that they want to put out. They're available and ready to go and fantastic if you hire them to write. They're coming up with a lot of ideas for that. They don't necessarily, not everyone has specific ideas of their own story and world that they want to do maybe they do maybe they don't so that's if they're happy with that that's okay too Okay. If you get so get pro-
0: writers that and it's just fine and it's a talent that they help other visionaries
1: yes and manifest that, that's right. their
0: projects Okay. and
1: with that too i find that i know a lot of I know a lot of creative people and writers that also, they, they're not really caught up in this existential, oh, I want to tell this story and I've got this that I've got to say and I want to do this. They really, they they feel like they want to get work as a writer and they want to be employed and they want that to be their occupation. They don't necessarily live and breathe it 24 hours and they do want to get their their house paid for and and raise their family, whatever they wanna do, and that's okay too. And then there are people that are really have stories to tell, so no matter what, they're gonna do that. If they're not getting paid for this one, maybe they'll get paid for that one, and they'll keep consistently working to, to tell this story. They've got ideas in their head creatively that it's gotta get out or else they're tortured because inside their head there's this character or, or an idea for a, a story and or or dialogue that they've got like a songwriter where it's inside them they've got to write the song there's no and whether it's going to sell or not that's another again that's another discussion do we have control over that I'm not I don't know and you could sell this song but not that one is that okay there are people that are preoccupied with money making money and that's all there is to it so that that that's that's a whole other issue
0: Okay, um, I'm going. Uh, Jason, we're stopping here for a moment. I just want to make sure that your phone is near your lips. Yes. Is it is it near better? your lips? Is it better? No, well, I can't hear it. I'm hearing it yeah, through right the computer. Yeah, I'm right here. I but guess it I is was, near.
1: I was excited and I was slapping my foot. Maybe that. Was-
0: no, no, no. I all don't right. hear what's in your phone. I just want to make sure because I forgot to turn the computer. Dep- I need to depend on that recording. So okay. it, is, it is recording is going, right? I'm
1: seeing here it says 23. I'm recording <laughs> it on my phone. Do you need Kay. me to send it to you?
0: No, no, not yet. We're still okay. going. Okay. This was just a little break. That's all. I just wanted to make sure.
1: Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. All right. So let, let, me, let me continue on. All right. So let's get really specific with people here who really want to create their original content, all right? They have some ideas. They want to do it. When you said, um, you know, uh, one thing led to another, (laughs) I'd like to know what that one thing was, and what was the other thing?
1: Back in the day, I love that expression, the one thing that led to another was that I I was – doing my thing, I was putting my work out there as much as possible, wherever it could be. Whether it was, I, I worked on a one man show and I, I, I was in situations where we did, let's say a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. I invited everyone in the world to see it. I did whatever I could. So from that, people saw that, knew that I, I thought, oh, this this guy could possibly work on this show or that show. So from doing that over a couple of years, someone recommended me that I do I do I have sketches that I could that I could put in for a show and that that kept happening only because I was putting myself out there and meeting people I took classes and they they suggested meet everybody you can network talk to everyone take any take every opportunity that you can and I wasn't necessarily making a living at that time yet because I was doing that and working really hard I Began to get good responses, and people would recommend me for things. It wasn't necessarily through agents. Agents came along once you start making a living. So it's 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 tough to track like that or, yes. or planning. They
0: get they get on the train once it's moving, but you got to get it out of first gear. But you said uh, something. Uh, we else. know that yeah.
1: there are standard ways where, of course, you you write a sample script, you send that in, and yes, I tried to do all that. Not, those conventional paths didn't never seem to work for somebody like me for whatever reason Uh, that I felt like, okay, I better, I got to perform this myself. I got to get the audience. I've got to market it myself. I got to rip the tickets if, if I have to do whatever it takes. And you always feel like no matter what, you're still doing it.
0: And I just want to say you're a damn good usher. OK, thank you. And every time I go see one a Eugene Pack play, I I know there's going to be a really good usher.
1: It's all about the Eugene. flashlights.
0: <laughs> it's all about the flashlight. And then afterwards, your social media person, a.k.a. Eugene Pack, taking selfies with people who come and everything, <laughs> you know, but that's brought up such a good point. And it really comes off of that whole you know magical thinking that we're trying to bust of you people that that it's not enough just having a purpose and trying to get an agent the person who's going to launch your career is you and here we have with us Eugene Pack who nominated for an Emmy shows on Broadway and he's ushering his own shows welcoming people taking them to their seats can i get you a drink
1: <laughs> well, I, I think of it, I like, I love food so much and I love chefs and that whole world. And I always think, oh, a, a top chef would, if they opened up their own restaurant and it was all about their, what what they do, they would greet people at the door. They'll go table to table sometimes and ask how everybody's doing. And with with art too, why not get in there and, and figure out, okay, these people came to to see my show and I want to communicate with them. I want to know how, how they heard about this. It's, it's interesting to me. It's even when we, do, when we do celebrity autobiography and I perform in that, it's fun to, it, it's so fun to talk to the audience after a show and you really get to hear what people think about it.
0: Well, one thing you've really are able to do and I think through all your suggestions is to create a community like the Eugene Pack community. And you actually, that feeling um, from you to the actors you work with to us, the audience, um, it's a sense of feeling included in that. And so that comes from your philosophy of uh, no one else is going to do it but me. Yes. No one else is going to do it but me. And then the other thing you said, um, which totally makes sense. You know, every time I go out to see a one-person show, there's Eugene Pack in the audience, right? There. You know, I invited you to my solo show. You were kind enough to come. There's Eugene Pack. He came. I mean, he shows up and he shows yeah, up for other people. Thank you. Talk well, about that a little bit. It's
1: important. I feel like if you're constantly inviting people to see your work you have to you have to support other people and 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 show up acknowledge people if they send you something can you take a look at this it's nice when somebody personally asks you to come and and get, and, and sends you a pizza if you're going to watch them like you're going to do and That's
0: a good idea, don't you think?
1: I, I love that idea.
0: I mean, I think they if they got the pizza They'd feel guilty about like walking away from <laughs> the show.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Good. I think that's gonna be
1: the new the new trend to send people yeah. pizzas. It's it's important <laughs> to support other people. And then at the same time, if you're putting out something, when you invite somebody to see your work, you really need to figure out Okay, is this what I want them to come see? And you you have to know okay, this is this little small group of people that I trust and it's not ready yet. Sometimes people invite people out and it's not really ready. It's four hours long and it. it, But
0: enough about my solo show. I know about your show. (laughs) It's so weird because you, okay answer this question because i really went okay i've been working on this for two years it is done it is cooked it is ready it's perfect and then you read and you go my god it's far from perfect how i guess that's just the way you do it you have to put it out there and then you can feel it while you're doing it what's hitting and what's not hitting right
1: it's true that's why I i love workshops for example theater west has a great one where you go in and you bring in you can bring in 10 minutes 15 minutes over time and have a lot of different people looking at it it's a supportive environment or you can create an environment for yourself and invite friends to come see it that are that are different friends every every time you put it up it's it's not going to happen if you don't have that practice and put it up and you'll then discover what you need to cut it's hard to do that in a bubble with just the director, I think, or just yourself. I feel like feedback is very, very important. And for example, right now, we, uh, as I mentioned, we put out this podcast of all my plays and uh, audio spoken words, like all radio plays. And we picked ones that would work in this format and we got together great rotating casts. We workshop these pieces. We... I I brought them into the workshop that I created for myself and got feedback, and then we put them in front of an audience. So there was a process, and it got ready. We 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 went through that journey. Well, so let's we got... talk
0: about your podcast for for a moment because we're getting towards the end. Because oh. it sounds amazing. You have Tony Hale, Cicely Strong, Blair Underwood, and a former student of mine, Sherry Shepard. Oh and, yes, and and. Um, and they're in your comedy play podcast, and it benefits a good organization, uh, right? Can you tell us a, about that?
1: Yes. It's, we, you can listen for free yet on our website, which is thepackpodcast.org. You go on there. You can listen to all these pieces. There's a lot of different pieces with wonderful performers and their short comedies. You can take a walk and listen to them, listen to them at home while you're doing things. And you could also click on Donate Now for Actors Fund and Feeding America, two really important charities and organizations. And it's really been going well and it, it, it's something that's important to everybody that's involved, giving their time and participating in this. And listeners can go and donate whatever you can and it really makes a difference. And it's been very successful. Which is very rewarding.
0: Well, this is such a win win for everybody because uh, if you go over to, let's repeat the uh, website where it's at, PACK? Yes,
1: it's the PAC, the PACKPodcast.org. Say org. that
0: five times fast.
1: The, PAC the PAC podcast. PAC, P-A-C-K org. P-A-C-K
0: podcast. Uh And we'll put that in our description um, because y- you'll be able to see the enormous comedy talent of Eugene PACK. Um, thank you and 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 laugh and his his little short uh plays are with amazing actors um so funny so great and with a, an inspiring message i saw i saw your last one about a year ago i guess i remember i was standing closer than six feet
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know those, those days will be back
0: uh, so pathetic right now anyway so so i you know go to that and um and support feeding america and this is what i love and this is if you really um have purpose and you really understand that your purpose is to give up your talent and really our purpose in life is very often defined uh, as the gift we give to others. So those of you, who, I want to be a star. I want, <laughs> I just want people to notice me. I want to uh, sell love, millions Ju- of things. You know.
1: Yeah, Judy, I love that you're saying. That. I know we're almost done, and that makes me think. And this is really sincere. And because we all go to dark places and are discouraged, it's so easy. And it, and you have to do everything you can to keep up your that enthusiasm and and that purpose. And before. I write and before doing shows sometimes I'm I'm off on that ego or oh uh, uh, that those crazy thoughts and I think wait stop it I'm doing this to the audiences here the whole point of this is to make them have a great time I want them through what I've written I want you to laugh I want you to forget things or make this spark things make you think about things the purpose is to make the audience have a great time and, or or give them the opportunity to have a good time and to entertain i feel like to enlighten and if you think all right that's why i'm doing this it's not about my ego or making money and let's let's try to do that i know that sounds mm, i wonder how it sounds you tell me
0: i think it, i think it's it's the T. <laughs> it's, it's the T. it's the absolute T because not only is narcissism not a commercial product but it also can create depression yeah. and, uh, and you, it's like you're going to become a snake eating its own tail. So I just want to go over the wonderful tips that you gave people is, you know, be accountable uh, for your writing by getting feedback from an audience. To, or a class, or join a theater group, or join something, uh, either online or real, depending about when you're listening to. I don't know. Maybe the world has ended already, and uh, who know? You're underground. I don't know, but you need to join something because uh, no one becomes successful, you know, without your family of creative people. And it doesn't and,
1: stop. And you you think okay, right? At dancers musicians, athletes, they have to practice every day. And those three hours or two hours or one hour that they're practicing, that is not necessarily going to translate into money or the job. That's what they do. That's what they do. So as a writer, and a you have to do that all the time and keep that muscle in action.
0: Yes, and you also said get a day job. So you got to take care of your finances because you can't go into the creative world going, this better make me money quick. I get really nervous. Can you help me become a stand-up comic because my gas bill is due? No, I can't. Get a day job. Get some help. That's not going to happen. So you need to have some security to do that. And then the other final thing was to get out of the house and um, see other people's projects, help other people. I have found that it just comes back. And the best thing I did... um, when this quarantine hit, was I decided to give away the message of you, my complete speaking workshop that took two years to put together online. And I was charging $1,000 for membership, and it was going great. I just decided, you know, give it away for free. I give it away for free. I'm doing, like, uh, comedy workshops online for free, speaking workshops for free. I have to tell you, because of it, so much has come back to me. Merrill oh. Lynch has asked me to do a webinar for them because someone they know was watching and said, this would be great for my group. And somebody, I mean, I've gotten so much, but I didn't go to it going, this is going to get me money. I went to it going, what can I do to give, to give to others? And I've led my life from my passion, my purpose, my passion. This is what I do. And um, and i and and there has to be for you out there a sense of trust that if you're really authentic you be the try to be the best you can be but you got to get out there on the court of life if you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career go to the where i'll give you free access to my online course Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.